People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in and each and every time. Welcome back to another edition of the DG Podcast, the Deluded Podcast, the Really and Truly Podcast, the People's Podcast, like I said. I hope you're all doing well and safe, those of you over in the UK. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night, whoever you are and wherever you're listening. Make sure you're following me on all my on, on all my socials, people. Links are in the description. Make sure you also check out my sponsors, people. People. We never know when Arsenal are going to win a trophy again. So when we can find memorabilia, we've got to take advantage. So please make sure you're checking out the the, the display picture um, of of a man said display picture. Sorry, I'm looking at my display picture now. Please make sure you're checking out the description for information as to how to purchase an FA Cup winners 2020 3D pop out model. People, as I said, information is in the description. But like I said, good morning to you lot. I'm not saying good morning if you're connected with Arsenal Football Club. We know there's been Champions League, Europa League. Um, you know, we've got Premier League action to talk about. A couple of other talking points, people. But let's start with Arsenal. Let's start with the Europa League. Um, somehow, Arsenal managed to make this week about themselves. Thomas Tuchel's taken over at Chelsea not too long ago. Guided them to two finals. Obviously, but United got over the line. Manchester City got over the line, pardon me for yawning, it's an all-English final, there's three of the four possible teams and Arsenal let them down, somehow we've been, been become centre stage, so I want to start there with Arsenal Football Club, if you want to hear more of my thoughts, by the time this comes out, I'm going live at 11.30am today on my YouTube channel and also at 2pm, so none that, no doubt there'll be a lot of Arsenal therapy to unpack, but yesterday, you know, what can I say about Arsenal Football Club? Gutless, spineless. I want to say hit a rock bottom, but it just feels like it can get lower than this. And we've been here in the sake of it. You know, it's no accountability, hiding behind the prestige and class that this club once was, hiding behind positive buzzwords and, and, and words of affirmation that fans get, get um, excited about. You know, the manager needs to go because ultimately that, you know, managers have been sacked for less. There's not a single reason to keep him based on how he's playing. Mikel Arteta needs to do the right thing and resign. All energy has to be for the Cronkays. The Cronkays need to sell this club. They need to sell this club. Like yesterday, it was made abundantly clear to me. And not really because I know all of this already, but it was made abundantly clear that I should stop caring and really stop watching this football team because at this point, you know, I'm doing it to myself. Like, what can I say? What went, People are going to say what went wrong. What went right? Like... This manager sat there and said, we've learned our lessons from Olympiacos. We've gone out in the same fashion. Cheap mistakes, not playing well over two legs. Boy, we messed up the FA Cup because of him. The players, but again, we messed up because of him. We're out of Europa because of him. The players are crap people, but we are where we're at in the league, you know, 11th, 10th, 9th, wherever the hell we are, breaking different negative statistics every week because of the manager. At what point does the team become a reflection of the manager? I'm tired of these excuses. It's not his players. He bloody tried to give Mustafi a new deal. He's made. He's playing William. You know, he's he's not played Bellerin too, too too frequently. And then he's put him in in the semi-final. He's, he's alienated Cedric. One minute Chambers in. You've got three right-backs. Let, let's be real, none of them are good enough. But you don't know what you're doing. You know, like with Thomas Partey, Thomas Partey was shit yesterday, pardon my language, for his own mis own admission. You know, there's nothing Partey can do but take accountability. He was poor because he was poor. But at the same time, you've let you've put a man in there and, 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 he, and, he's, and he's looked exposed. There's no Xhaka at all. We're over-relying on Xhaka. Again, you should have, a blind man could see that a man that's played under the last two managers, whatever you say about Xhaka, he's central to the, to, to, to the team. So if an injury happens to him, you know, you either change the system or you have someone who can do that. You have neither. 
Now, obviously, that's a recruitment problem, but you've got to work with stuff. You don't understand your players. You left Partey exposed. You left Xhaka exposed in the first leg. You brought in Bellerin. Lo and behold, there's no overlap. So Saka and Pepe are isolated. You know, we're slow. We're stale. You keep giving the bullish talk and the fighting talk and the most important game of our lives. And, you know... 90 minutes from a final, I'm seeing two shots on target. Man, are gutless. Arteta is well, but man, are gutless, spineless and pretenders. Absolute joke. The manager needs to go. The owner needs to go. Again, disjointed, uninspiring, you know, lacklustre, slow, you know, everything was wrong. It's the same old problems. We can't break down anyone that tries to defend, not that through, through, through their own tactics and also through our own. We lack ideas. Couple of players are just looking to the same Smith Rose, Sackers, Pepe's to make something happen. Again, the, the, the manager needs to go, but the owner needs to go as well, man, because a, a next manager is just going to be in problems. And it, there's too many excuses afforded to Mikel Arteta. It's not his players, this, that, and the third. He is standing in the rain and complaining why I'm wet. I'm seeing people tweet and, and, and social media people and, 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 and papers say he was crying. Bro, we should all be crying. Forget your crocodile tears. You're crying because of your own madness. You engineered this. You engineered this. this yesterday was terrible. And for me now with the season, play the players that got something in it. Because again, you're hearing Bellerin wants to move. You're playing him in the semi-final second leg. Leno, again, Leno has to play, but there's question marks over him in the first leg. There's question marks over Ceballos. We know these players are gutless, spineless, stealing a living, but the manager. Because if we turned this around, he would have got all the plaudits. So now we're here, it ultimately falls with the manager. At what point does this team become a reflection of Mikel Arteta? Yes, the recruitment has been bad for years and this isn't really his playing stuff, but he's been allowed to run the rule over all of them, alienate who he wants, promote who he wants, and he's not shown a damn reason as to why. There's a lot of propaganda pieces for Mikel Arteta. I know a lot of people are retaining hope for some reason, but it's just blind optimism, you know. It's just, there's no logical reason to back Arteta, you know. I hope there's an I told you so moment, a eureka moment, but he doesn't deserve next season. He doesn't deserve better players. He doesn't deserve this job. The, the shirt and the prestige of this job is too heavy for him. It's too heavy for other people. Arteta is just a madman where his madness is going unchecked because the people above him don't have a clue. Edu and Kronke, the players are poor and the players are prob the players should doubt themselves. They should look at themselves before they blame the manager. But you have a manager we don't believe in. You have some players we don't believe in. You know, what can I say? You watch the game. Yeah, it was nil-nil and some Arsenal fans are special. They'll find a positive. They'll make out that we, yeah, we were ever half in this game and we, the damage was done in the first leg, you know. First five, ten minutes, didn't set it, you know. Last ten, didn't set it. Nobody's taking accountability. Nobody's playing that nobody's given that that added more again we're disjointed there's no midfield can I really be surprised we're not shooting can I really be surprised you know Saka Pepe even though Odegaard was crap they're all dropping deep onto the halfway line you can see these things you can't afford for these things to go wrong under under against Una Emre sorry you can't congratulations to Villarreal to Una Emre you know they deserve it you know at least, at least slide tackle Villarreal's banner. Like, they're, uh, they're on your pitch bringing out banners and all them thing there. So, it, it, you know, you all saw what happened, didn't it? The less said about Arsenal, the better. Really, they're not worth They're not worth it, are they? They're not worth it. Like, if Arteta was a real Arsenal man, he'd do the right thing and die on his sword and relinquish his empire. Kronke, apparently Daniel Ek wanted to buy the club at the end of the week. You better as well sell him. You better take a few zeros off that and give it to my man. Do you players, you're a disgrace.
You know, the only player, not that anyone was good. Party, I love Party. I still protect Party, but he was dead. Less said, the better. The only ones I saw anything close to effort, and and, and effort isn't good enough. I saw Smithrow, I saw Tini, I saw Marie. You know, Saka was rubbish, but I'm still retaining faith in Saka. Nine times out of ten, this guy pulls through. Everyone else, and I'm probably missing out a name or two. Forget them people, you know, these guys are pretenders and, you know, again, until the man at the top goes, we can't all sing from the same hymn sheet, it's going to be more and more and more, like I said, Arteta has to go, but really, and I'm not saying this to keep him, man, what's going to change, because you've still got the, the pretenders above him, you've still got this excuse for an owner, and next man is going to come in and there's just going to be more and more problems in that regards, like, that's just where we're going to find ourselves, um, Hopefully there's a reaction, but I say that, who, what is their reaction to? What, reaction for what? Like, there's no need to react to anything, really. We play a dead rubber game against West Bromwich Albion, who can't even stay in the league. You know, you're playing against Sam Allardyce, he won't miss a beat and, 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 won't, and, and, and won't miss a chance to, to thingy to get at them, um, to get at us and further cause problems. It's upsetting, man. It's upsetting, man. It's absolutely upsetting. Like it's 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 appalling, man. Like it's, you know, what what can you say about this game, people? Like what really can you sit here and say? Like I'm in disbelief. Like I'm actually, I'm not shocked about defeat. I'm not shocked about losing. I'm not shocked about Arsenal embarrassing themselves. These are things you can't be shocked by. There's just this empty feeling. Like this was this is probably the lowest I've been as an Arsenal fan. And as I said, you you players. You had to go into that that game first and foremost. One, let's let's be real. Forget Arsenal for a sec. Playing in the European Cup final, ninety minutes away. If you score a goal, there's that. Put in the the performance right. There's that. You know, way before we talk, just just you know, you lot have been part of failure in this league. You know, in the Premier League, you see it every week. Arsenal are breaking new feats in terms of record losses, consecutive defeats. Every week, there's this is the first time since Arsenal are thingy. Your names are permanently attached to these failures. You have to take all of these points I've just said, go into that game and die to win, die to put something right, die to have some positive. Also, who doesn't want to play in the Champions League? Instead, the manager, the club, the players, you all stared down the barrel of defeat and you succumbed to it. You didn't allow it. You didn't allow the fear of failure to, to, to fuel you. You know, I always say when you're backed into a corner, you have options. And we showed that we, you know, you've shown that we've curled into a ball of accepted defeat. You know, it's absolutely appalling. You know, like I said, do these players not want to play in a final? I think there's certain, there's certain things, people, there's certain things that a manager hasn't had to tell you. That he shouldn't have to tell you again. Anytime we look how suspect really was, but again, there's hardly any chances. Abamia's hit the post a couple times and really we're forcing it. Well, if you don't shoot, you don't score. The manager needs to promote that, but the players need to need to understand that again, there's there's no coordinated press, we're disjointed. Second half was all over the place, like Odegaard's chasing his first touch. You know, it, it's it's an appalling, it's an appalling, it's a sorry state of affairs and all I can, the only word I get when I look at these Arsenal players is pretenders, man. The shirt is too heavy. You lot are pretenders. And half of, you know, if you lot need to do the right thing, donate over these two legs, donate the match appearance fees or match bonuses or incentives, whatever you lot get from playing match weeks, yeah? Give it to local charities in Islington or connected with Arsenal or, 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 or something like that, man. Pull it in a pot for football fans. You don't need to, you don't need to pay up, pay, you know, pay off a season ticket or something or do something. Give back, do something because... 
you know, Arteta's always talking about the fans. We need the fans, the fans in the stadium. Brother, if the fans are in that stadium, you're gone that night. Because realistically, managers have been sacked for less, but they're, they're betting on Arteta because Arteta is easy to push around. Arteta is not forcing the issue, you know. Like I said, Arteta is definitely not forcing the issue. You know, he's a puppet for them. It's a, it's a, he gets a scope to develop without any real pressure. They get to do whatever nonsense they're doing above him without any pressure, apart from us fans. You know, it's appalling. It's appalling and we miss characters. You know, half 15 is more on it than certain man. You know, over-reliance on Xhaka, but we miss Xhaka. You know, we miss David Luiz. We miss characters. None that, you know... And this is why when I hear this is why when when we hear our oh, passion and all of these things we over rely on these individuals. This should be here in abundance. Like I said, forget the club. I, I for what I question with these players and it comes to personal pride. Forget the club. Forget the manager. You could play in Europe's elite competition. You could have a positive of your season. You could you're ninety minutes from a cup final. You know your names are part of embarrassment this season. Forget Arsenal. Professional athletes are some are meant to be some of the most self-reflecting individuals on this planet. Where's the accountability? Where's the fear of failure? You know where is the dying to win? You know we went we meant to go to war and you lot were scared. You can't be scared of death at war. You need to stare it down the the the. The, the, the face and rather than let it succumb succumb to it let it become your strength and these players when the sun's shining you're playing against relegation candidates with a low block you lot look wavy you know won't surprise me if you beat West Bromwich Albion there's no pressure won't surprise me if you beat Chelsea midweek next week you know but when the going gets tough the tough don't get going man and I feel sorry for the young Haylen players it was breaking my heart to see Smithrow dejected Saka dejected you man leave with your heads held high Saka not the best of games but 9 times out of 10 that man is carrying this football club so I can never get at him he's due a bad game he's due to look like that that's what he should that's his age as great as Saka is Smithrow tried ultimately I shouldn't be looking at you lot if your name is not these, if really if your name's not the Haylen players and the teenies and people of that ilk get out of it I'm not going to be too harsh on Aubameyang because I see commitment. Man's lost 4kg, struggling with fitness, struggling with the health effects of malaria. He put himself about. Again, Aubameyang is high, you know, Aubameyang's gameplay is high, is highly reliant on service. Another game, no service, as well as just being anonymous. The less said, the better, man. The less said, the better about this football club because it's killing me, man. It's killing me. It's killed me. Hit a new low yesterday, for sure. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I cannot believe it, people, and I feel I feel sick. I feel I, Arsenal won't do it, but I apologise on behalf of Arsenal for all the Arsenal fans, man, because you shouldn't deserve that. Shouldn't don't deserve that. It's absolutely appalling, man. Like, was it, it, it's I'm lost for words with this football club, man. They they've they've they really hurt me yesterday, man. Like really, like really done a number on on me yesterday, man. <sighs> Is there any positives? We kept a clean sheet, I guess. All we need to do now is put all the pressure on getting Kronke out of this football club, people. But Arsenal nil, Villarreal nil, losing 2-1. Well, Villarreal win 2-1 on aggregate. Shout out to the Emre. And again, you're playing your former manager as well. You know, you know the headlines. Uh, Emre came here for violence. He came here. He wanted the headlines to be, look, it weren't my fault. These guys were rubbish. You see, when you're, when they're turning against me and things, it's not because of my tactics. It's because of these, man. I thought Arteta was the best thing since sliced bread. Like when he took over, they said, we know everything. Well, go on for this thing, you know. I, I, he wanted it. You could you could see. And, and Emre's always been a gentleman. He's a real big gentleman. It just seems like oh, the, the Arteta propaganda 
has been mad, you know, has been, it's been mad, you know, I've never seen, never seen a manager praise for bringing in drones, you know, drones, um, we heard, we heard post-match, post-match homework, you know, where's all of this gone, you know, where's all it, we've learned our, learned our lessons from Olympiacos, it's, this is sounding like in school, when you know when you have a supply teacher or a teacher that can't really regulate, but he's cool, he's good, you're not really onto him, you don't really do misbehave, but you don't do no work, and you you you, you know he, he half checks your 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 homework and your and your coursework and your work during the lesson. You can still go to lunch. There's no fear of detention. That's what you get with Arteta, man. He just screams like that cool teacher. Like you get your spuds in and things, but you don't learn a damn thing. You know, Arteta. I'm sure you've got integrity. I'm sure you want to run the club in the right way, but you're not the man. I'm sure you're actually gonna be a good manager, but your little work experience at Arsenal, your apprenticeship at Arsenal, it has to cease to exist. Either that, you know, either either that or someone else more experienced comes in, you revert back to coaching, really, you know. You're not a bad manager overnight. You've won an FA Cup. Certain people have never done that, but you're you're not the guy for this thing. You're not. You're not because this re this requires clarity. This requires requires being assured of what you want to do. This requires in this requires conviction in the decisions you're making. You know, he's not got. He doesn't have. I don't see conviction. In his ideas, only delusion, people. And you know when someone called deluded is saying you're delusional, you know you're doing the wrong thing. I'm telling lies, people. You know. But as much as I want Arteta to go, as much as I'm onto these players, my my anger is placed at the at, at the people above because again, I'm not exalting anyone. Everybody's blameless, and you need to be able to attribute blame where appropriate. Like it is possible to just say we were poor. That's on Arteta, but collectively. For years we've been going down this way. That's on the board, you know. I can't just sit here and directly get a cronky for the footballing yesterday because it's not on him to make that decision, you know. It's it's just appalling, really and truly. You know, they're puppets. We've had uh, we've had Wenger, we've had Glazides, we've had different players within reason. They've all whatever's happened in terms of success or failings. The man at the top who owns this club does he even know Arsenal played. Did he even does he even know Arsenal played last night? That's uh, genuinely. I bet you are. I bet you are. Is just. I bet you are. is telling him we've won. Probably gonna order a, a trophy off eBay and tell him that we're through to the next round. I don't think Kronke has a clue. What's a Scooby Doo? What's going on? I think the only time he's had half a clue is during the Super League business. I think that's the only time he's been aware of what Arsenal are on. You know, because it is. It's a joke, man. But this is meant to be the deluded podcast, not the Arsenal therapy podcast. Please, people, make sure you head over to my YouTube channel where we'll be getting at more about Arsenal. But. The less said about that sorry excuse of a football club, the better people, man. Like, it's, it's, it's absolutely appalling, man. Like, it's, if you're an Arsenal fan, bro, just just stop taking in Arsenal, innit? Like, it's as simple as that. Like, it's appalling to watch this football club. They're not serious people. Like, they're not serious. It's a bunch of pretenders. But let's move away from this thing now, people, and get into things that are actually worth it. Away from that, you know, Man United did their job against Roma and got through. Wow, I think they lost on the night. I only watched the highlights, people. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and lie. You know, Cavani, Brace, I see it saw, it saw them through. Um... They lost three two on the night. They go they go through eight five on aggregate. Like I said, Cavani returns to Italy with a brace. Edin Dzeko, Tellez, own goal, and Cristante obviously made the win. And while Roma save a bit of face, you know, at least Roma tried to go down fighting. They were always going to win. Roma or against Man United, you know, that's another Jose Mourinho derby. If you don't know, Jose Mourinho has been announced as the Roma gaffer for next season. 
So that was always going to happen. You know, it was a good performance from Roma, but they're out, man, you know. We, I'm, you know, Rance and all the United fans I was speaking to, they said they see they see Social going with a, a strong lineup and they see they see them losing. I thought they was they were being negative, but they were backed up in that. But fortunately for them, Man United versus Villarreal final in the Europa League, people. So yeah, Arsenal drew nil nil and we're out two one on aggregate. Man United lost three two on the night last night, but win eight five. And for Man United, obviously you name the strongest lineup you can, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Roma's defender Ibanez personally, people. But away from that, um, you know, I did think he could have done. You know, Van der Beek, you got to play. I did think you'd see a Diallo start, or you could have saw a Diallo start. Personally, I think it would have been nice for the young man returning to Italy, playing a game. And and I think really, you know, regardless because of the platform Man United gave themselves in the first leg, I think they could have taken that. Um, so it is what it is in that regards, man. It is what it is. I can't lie, people. I'm an elite person in it. Like I'm, Arsenal might not be in the Champions League, but I'm world class at the content I create, and I'm defo Champions League, man. So moving away from that, let's get into the game, people. Let's start with Manchester City against PSG. The good, bad, and the ugly. Now, before I forget, and it goes over my head. Same old, same old for PSG. You didn't take the chances you had in the first half. You looked like a bunch of individuals. Game management was appalling. And I'd say the players have no morals. And it's shown that, they, you know, they, they have a lot to learn. There's a way, there's a certain grace you have to lose in the grace to perform. And it seemed like when it became abundantly clear they were gone out, they were more concerned with, rather than blaming themselves, blaming the ref, fighting the ref, you know, Leave trying to actually hurt Manchester City players. I really did question PSG, really, you know. And again, it's it's the same old, same old with with, with PSG. Again, it's another game where they're down to ten men. Idris Gay was terrible in the first leg. Di Maria, you know, Di Maria shown he's got a small mentality. This is a man that's played for Real Madrid, PSG. I have no right calling him that. But what do you expect? You tried to slap Fernandinho, it didn't bang. You've then clamped him. You know, there's a way in doing things. Your teammates still need you, and you've deserted them. Pochettino again, I think like Zidane, they struggled with their tactics for me personally. God strike me down if I'm lying. I'll never lie to you lot people. Did I not say Florenzi can't start this second leg based on that first leg? Lo and behold, Florenzi got torn a new one and was absolutely dog poo. Diallo tried, but again, looks like a centre-half at left-back and he's not offering anything going forward. That was just making Kyle Walker at ease and Mahrez had the, had the freedom of the city. And the Herrera, you're playing against Man, Man City, being a Man United man, former Man United man. You know, you're getting a look in the team. You didn't, you weren't in the lineup ahead of Idris Gay. But all he does is all he was doing was just giving the ref verbal. Like Herrera is a sorry excuse of a footballer. Paredes was out of his depth. I actually think Verratti played well, but again, you know, with Verratti, he's hot headed. Certain man say Acardi played. I never saw Acardi. Neymar, you know, he did what he could, but he's playing a bit like an individual. There's no killing Mbappe. Why he's on the bench and doesn't get any minutes? I don't know. Um, I think I think the fullbacks is the area he need. Um, um, Pochettino needed to react in and from a Manchester City point of view you know their fullbacks did their thing you know shout out to Zinchenko he's my man of the match personally I know Mares got two goals and has and has three goals across the two legs but you know Zinchenko came off the bench and impacted the game positive, positively in the first leg I think he's also done the same you know Phil Foden had a good game he does need to work on his finishing though because across these two legs he could have had a couple of goals that being said as you know it was a love it was lovely both the goals especially the second one was a lovely counter-attack move you know shout out to Mares. he got two goals and you know when you look at Mares and Kante and how far they've come in the last five years you know playing in Europe's elite competition 
for Kante's Wonder World, his Wonder World Cup. You know, you seeing what Mahrez doing at City is crazy, and it shows you should never give up. And you know, I say as much as I think Zinchenko's man of the match, Phil Foden gets the, um, Phil Foden um, could have got the headlines. Mahrez was good. I think Diaz deserves a lot of credit. That's a big boy signing for Manchester City, and he was a colossus in defence. I think their mid, I think Bernardo Silva works well. Wanted to see a bit more from Kevin, really. I think over the two legs, Kevin De Bruyne has been a bit poo. I can't lie to you lot, people, but they're through in it. Man City have the chance to deliver what Pep Guardiola was brought to England to do and win the Champions League and shut up a lot of people, you know. PSG, again, so close, but so far, I think they need to look at the squad. The squad isn't levels. You can't have Mbappe, Neymar, Di Maria, and then a drop-off in quality with some of these players, in my humble opinion. Now, Chelsea won 2-0, and I told you that Chelsea would go through. I said in my live stream, Mount would score as well. Mount and Werner would score. You know, Mount and Werner scored. You could see what it meant to the Chelsea players. You could see what it meant to them when you consider Mount speaking on their behalf and kind of indirecting Tony Kroos about how he doesn't look at these players. And, you know, Chelsea was spot on over the two legs. They managed the periods of the game well, you know. They did what they needed to do, man to a man. They got it right. Thomas Tuchel, they got it right. You know, lovely um, time wasting from Havertz at the end. But man, United, man, you know, for me, when you look at Chelsea and you look at Real Madrid, it looked like a team at the start of their cycle, at the start of their project, fresh ideas and all of that with their manager and Tuchel and vice versa. Real Madrid looked stale, lacking ideas. A passing moment, like they're waiting for something to happen. And again, another manager I felt could have changed things up because I think Militao is actually playing all right, but he's limited. Vinicius Jr. is defending well, but he's not offering anything. That left-hand side is not bringing anything. And, you know, Rüdiger had a very good game, I felt, for Chelsea. Rüdiger's encouraged to do what he can. You know, Chelsea's midfielders are pulling out to this left-hand side. I did feel on the left, I mean, on the right, sorry. On the left, Mendy's not offering anything. Nacho is dog poo. Um, so I thought maybe they could have went with Mendy right back, even though Marcelo's aging, bring on a Marcelo. Something needed to change. I only saw Tony Kroos and Luka Modric throughout the whole of the game, and that's two men against Chelsea's 11. Benzema did force two good saves from Mendy, but apart from that, there was nothing. Eden Hazard was anonymous, and his best showing was probably laughing with Chelsea after the game. And you knew, I, I said it in my live stream, and I'm sure the, the ones of you that were there that can quote me, the minute you saw him laughing on TV, you knew he was going to become a, a focal point of this. And you know, Hazard, like everyone else at, at Real Madrid, was dead. They were all dead. And, you know, shout out to Thiago, to Christensen, to Rudiger. I think man to a man, they had a great game. You know, they said Kante was finished. You see what Kante's on. You know, Havertz had a good game. Kante had a good game. Mount had a good game. And Chelsea deserve it. And now they're in an FA Cup final, a Champions League final. Can obviously qualify for the Champions League via domestic place. That's a good platform to build upon next season. A very good platform to build upon next season. And... You know, I'm sure they're laughing. So we've got an all English final again. We'll, in relation to who I tip to win, we'd probably have to. You'd probably have to go back. We'd have to go back nearer the time. Go into it nearer the time. But um, who would I go with? Um, to win it, I'm not too sure. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Actually, trying to think who I would go with to win this competition. I'm going to go with City, man. Lesser of two evils in relation to the Europa League final. Obviously, I think Man United are doing it, but hopefully our former gaffer, Una Emre Cad. Fantastic games to watch, though, and I kept saying it all week. It's like I really enjoyed doing a watch-along for PSG and City and Chelsea, Real Madrid. I knew my team was going to mess things up. I can't lie. Second half, though, like I said, questionable tactics from Zidane. Um, 
Real Madrid looked very flat in the final third, but you know, even though Chelsea won on another day, I don't know how Phil Foden was missing. I don't know how Havertz and and Mount missed some of those chances in the second half. And for me, with Mount and Foden, we're what a month or so away or whatever from the Euros. You know, let's start putting them chances away because I don't want to see that at the Euros. And I think it's funny. I think people underrest people. People tried to tell me Kante was finished. They tried to tell me Mason Mount wasn't a baller. The man's a baller, isn't it? You know, Mason. You see the difference between Mason Mount under Lampard and and, and Tuchel. It's not too much. It's that. Thomas Tuchel is not overworking um, Mason Mount. He's not playing in deep line playmaker, then cam, then left wing. Obviously, there's times his adaptability can be used, but, you know, it's, it, I just think he's using him differently. He's not overworking, don't it? It must be nice having a young player that's come through your academy and not overworking them. You know, must be nice. Must be nice. And going back to our Teta people as well, I need to write this down so I don't forget, yeah? Do you know how I know he was desperate? I'm sorry to go back, people. I know he was I know he was desperate. Sorry, I need to write this down. Sorry, folks. Um, I don't want to forget that point when I speak online later. Do you know how I know Arteta was desperate? Because... He told me that you can't use Tierney and Martinelli indirectly, but you're relying on that. You know, when man's back's against the walls, you're still doing this nonsense in terms of tactics. You're still bringing on William. This just tells me that you're you don't you're not on nothing, man. But back to Chelsea, like I said, you can't tell me how uh, Mount, Mount isn't good. You know, man tried to say Mount shouldn't be on the plane for the Euros. If our manager at, at national level had 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 cojones, you know, you could go with a, a you could go with Mount in a more withdrawn role. I feel and bring Foden in the ten or play him off the left. We've got some real options. Assuming Grealish is fit, you know, Grealish for me, Mount Grealish, um, um, Foden will go. I would say Madison as well, but he probably will miss out now. Um, but it is what it is. As I said, in relation to Real Madrid. Stale, lackluster, no real intensity, lacking on quality, really and truly. The second goal that Chelsea scored, Real Madrid was sleeping, man. You have to shout out Kante for playing a pivotal role in both legs. And I think, I can't, I don't know for Chelsea fans, but I just think with Kante, with Mount, with Havertz, even Werner, there's going to be plenty of other talking points. Um, Real Madrid as well, I don't think people are going to give the praise that Rudiger deserves. I think Rudiger over these two legs... If anyone deserves the Champions League medal from them Chelsea players, I think Rudiger, I get the hunger. And it's not even that. You can see him when other men are switching off. You can see him not shouting for the sake of it, but demanding that you men are on the same sort of wavelength, people. Um, so, yeah, man. Mares, King Mares reigns supreme. Prince slash, in fact, King N'Golo Kante also does the same. And it's an all-English final, folks. On the topic of an all-English final, I know a lot of you have seen that they're UEFA have insisted that this year's Champions League takes place in Istanbul. Apparently, Aston Villa's ground was offered the Champions League and there's been calls for Wembley. Um, as you lot know, as Chelsea and Manchester City have actually reached the final, there's been calls from UEFA to move the final to the UK, obviously going with the lockdown that's happening in Turkey and the uncertainty of English travel restrictions. When again, it makes logic. And I feel sorry for the fans, assuming fans are allowed in because... You know, it's been a long journey for... Well, City ain't really been tough this season. But for Chelsea, it's been a long season. For football fans, it's been a long season. And we all know, despite what UEFA say and all these broadcasters about caring for the fans, you know, 
it's Manchester City's first cup Champions League final. It's it's it's, it's Chelsea's second. You know, it's Thomas Tuchel's first as as manager for 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 Chelsea. You know, this is history for respective clubs. How many of their fans are gonna get let in? Because there's gonna be media media ticket allocations, and and the rest of it is gonna go to fat cats and fat cats is uh, family members and all these other aristocratic folks who pretend they care about football. Um, so yeah, man, it looks like the, the it looks like UEFA have said they'll keep the final in in Istanbul at least at this moment in time but I think that's a spot to a a, 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 a a spot to watch in my opinion apparently UEFA continues to work closely with the Turkish FA and local and national authorities to stage the game safely detailed information regarding the capacity for the match travel and ticketing details will be communicated publicly by the end of the week which is Friday which is today people you know apparently um you know apparently there's hope there's hope that between them you know Chelsea, there could be 8,000 8, fans, you know, Chelsea could get 4K, City could get 4K, and I know it sounds like a lot of fans, people, but then you look at the capacity of the stadium, people, 25,000 stadium, 8 fans, 8K fans, you know, 25,000, um, you know, apparently the stadium will hold, will, will hold holds 25,000 fans, which is just one third of the capacity, on top of that, 8K fans, people, four apiece from both teams. Now, I know Chelsea just started becoming a football club in 2004 and I know City don't, you know, I like City because I think they've had a lot of history in respect of having fans. But, you know, they need a bit more. Chelsea fans have got to do it. You lot are enjoying too much. City are enjoying too much. All I have is banter now. And how can I banter Arsenal fan? How can I banter as an Arsenal man? It don't make sense. But on a serious note, I would love to see more fans in there. And, you know, we've got, a, again, I hope they get it right because if Turkey go into further lockdowns, that's going to cripple fans' his opportunities to go. And obviously, I don't know how fans can do it, but typically if you, I, I can speak on those of you in the UK, if there's a match over in, in Turkey, you've got to buy a, a hotel room. You've got to sort out the necessary documents and things. These things cost money, man. These things cost money. Moving away from that, though, folks, um, before we get into other news, um... Could somebody could somebody tell me what this night what what the boycott the social media black blackout for seventy odd hours did people because you've seen Raheem Sterling, Rabi Matondo, many players abused you know on these same platforms. So I want you know somebody tell me what that token gesture did people, um, what what that token gesture did. In fact, before we get into the Premier League, because I want to end it on a sort of positive, you know. I'm sure you've seen some racial incidences have reared, reared their head and sadly, the sorry excuse of what is Jens Lehmann, he has public apologized, publicly apologised on Twitter after he asked whether a pundit was being used as a token black guy. As you lot know, he was sacked from his role at Hertha Berlin on Tuesday for a comment which he, set, which he sent former Germany international Dennis Agogo, who works for Sky in Germany. Allegedly, he has said, um, well, apparently he, he called him a token black guy. Obviously, also Dennis Agogo posted it. I'm not going to bore you lot. We all know why. We all know he shouldn't say these things. I think things like this just show me the ugly character you are, you are because, you know, this is a man who, as, as, as a footballer, has allowed him to see the world all over Europe, all over the world, you know, connect with fans all over the world, be teammates with, with people from all over the world. You know, look at the teams he played in. And this is, and it tells you, you know, they can be amongst you. They can, you can even consider them a friend at times. But at but when it comes to it, racists will always show you where they really feel, how they really feel, where they really see you. So again, if he said this, and he, and apparently he sent it to the wrong person, you know, what else have you said privately, big man? Because it's the confidence to say this in public. What are you saying between you and your circle? And again, I'm not criticizing Sky or her for Berlin, but. 
there's never it's it's hardly ever a case of one or done with these sort of incidences. He has said sorry. Is he sorry or is he sorry that he's lost his role at Hertha Berlin and probably some sponsors and 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 probably with the Euros coming up, probably at least for this moment in time, probably shagged himself out of working as a pundit and things. But nothing's gonna change. The dust is gonna settle and he'll be back. People, I'm not here to talk. I'm not gonna read. I don't. I don't want to read his Twitter his Twitter apologies. People, I don't care if you you're sorry from the bottom of my heart and all of these sort of things. Absolute joke, man. Absolute joke, man, people. Um, the club president of Hertha Berlin has said such statements are in no way representative um, of the of the values that Hertha BC, BSC stands for. We distance ourselves from all forms of racism and welcome the action taken. Boy, on the topic of racism as well, you know, before somebody could be handed actual action, I'm sure you've all seen Notts County assistant head coach or former Notts County head coach now people assistant head coach Maurice Ross decided to resign from his role with immediate effect because he made a racist racist remark about one of the club's black players so again once again if you have this confidence to say this in public say it about your own teammates where you know who in their circles condoning it or condemning it you know very rarely you do it's not a one or done these comments are not off the cuffs and and sadly a comment he made which i'm going to get into these are comments that are still in football and like i said birds of a feather flock together but apparently you know before he could get any action he made one a racist comment towards a fellow black player or a black player on his own team really apparently the national league side released a statement on monday saying ross had left the club but gave no detail about the circumstances we have since learned he resigned before any disciplinary procedures could be started against him during saturday's match at altrincham ross was apparently heard by a number of Notts county substitutes as saying that their dutch winger enzo boldvine and reminds him of one of those african players who is much older than he is Apparently, such comments led to an argument in the in the dugout. Apparently, at the time, Baldwin was on the pitch and didn't hear the words at the time. Apparently, he complained to the team captain once the game was done. Um, and yeah, one 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 statement I want to read because again, you're not sorry. You're just sorry you got caught. Apparently, during Saturday's match, this is Ross or this twat of Ross, Mr. Maurice Sofie. During Saturday's match at Altrincham, I made an ill-judged comment to a member of our playing staff, which has led to my departure from the club. You didn't make it ill-judged. You judged it because racists know who to say it to you. Again, I'm not trying to drop the member in it because I don't know much. Maybe it was just an off-the-cuff comment, but I'm pretty sure you made that comment to Donny because you've made comments like this before and it's gone unchecked. Bad luck on, on Saturday, you know. I deeply regret the comment. No, you don't. You regret the actions which have followed the comment. You losing your job, being in the media, and now, now probably having to sit down on gardening leave for a second and then get back to another job. You're not sorry about what you said. You said, this is not a reflection of the type of person I am. Of course it is. You said it. And I would like to take place on record my apologies to the player in question for the upset I have caused. Bro, you're not really sorry. You could have said the direct name joke man but less said on this the better i just bring these up because again you're still seeing racism at its forefront people um on a light light-hearted one apparently ed sheeran will actually sponsor the front of ipswich town shirts next season as you lot know the man grew up grew up at ipswich town fan people um and he actually goes to the game and, and, and whatnot people he describes suffolk um the county which ipswich are obviously in in some way he very much calls home he also has a box at portman road people and as you lot know he's been pictured at several games including the derby against norwich's things like that he's also made several donations to numerous projects in and around ipswich so is what it is shout out to ed sheeran you need me man i don't need you crazy man bangers um so yeah people 
moving away from that, let's look at the Premier League to come. As admittedly, I just want the season to be done. Today, people, you have Leicester City against Newcastle. That's bound to be an interesting game. Leicester are closing in a Champions League place. They need to confirm it. Joe Willock hopefully can play for Newcastle after not being allowed to play against Arsenal. Hopefully he can say something. You've got Leeds against Tottenham Hotspur, people. Now, apparently Leeds are suffering with a couple of knocks. Apparently Helder Costa is out for this season. And, you know, Spurs fresh after beating Sheffield United. I'm sure they want to get another victory and things. So that's that will kick off football at 12.30 on Saturday. You've got Sheffield United against Crystal Palace. Sheffield United playing for pride. You've got a dress rehearsal for the Champions League at 5.30. You've got Manchester City actually against Chelsea, people. Now, I think there's going to, again probably going to be some rotation easier for City than it obviously is for Chelsea um, but saying that surely if you're Chelsea you double down on this game and you rest players against Arsenal really and truly um, so that's going to be an inter interesting game City versus Chelsea I think we're going to have one of them games that doesn't live up to excitement and I think these lot are going to save the excitement for the Champions League personally you've got the Ricky Lambert derby the Virgil van Dijk derby the just about you know Danny Ings derby you've got Liverpool versus Southampton to end Saturday and that's going to be interesting at 8.15 on Sunday you've got Wolves against Brighton you've got Aston Villa against Man United you have West Ham against Everton both of those teams fighting for Europe Sadly, to end the week of fixtures or the game week of fixtures on the weekend, you've got Arsenal against West Brom, Arteta against Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce doesn't like us. He's playing for pride. He's going to do all he can to further confirm that this is a poor season for us. Monday, so that means the next edition of the Deluded Podcast will come out on Tuesday, folks. You've got Fulham against Burnley. Before, obviously, we get into there's a bunch of midweek action to get to. It's actually a jam-packed week of football, people. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Once again, running through this, the, the games, Leicester versus Newcastle today, Friday. Saturday sees Leeds versus Tottenham. Sheffield versus Crystal Palace. Manchester City versus Chelsea. Liverpool against Southampton. Wolves on Sunday. Kick-off Sunday against Brighton. Wolves-Brighton. Aston Villa-Man United. West Ham against Everton. Arsenal against West Brom. On the Monday, you've got Fulham against Burnley, folks. Make of that what you will. Moving away from that, though, in terms of other news, you know, Sergio Aguero, again, you know, I'm definitely rooting for Chelsea. So hopefully his last, I mean, I'm mean, rooting for City against Chelsea. Hopefully Sergio Aguero's last kick of a ball can be a goal against City, like for City in the cup final. Apparently Barcelona have held initial talks with the, with the Manchester City forwards representatives over a free transfer. It'll be the second Manchester City free transfer they're trying to get because apparently they're close to getting the young Eric Garcia. Um, you know, Sergio Aguero can leave with his head held high at this moment in time from 387 appearances. He has 258 goals. Hopefully he can add to that. Um, it is what it is. Now, obviously... Not for me, because as an Arsenal fan, I'm not involved. But, um, you know, an all-English Champions League final and obviously Man United getting to the final people in the Europa League, it actually means Gareth Southgate is likely to be missing up to 11 players from his final warm-up games before the start of the Euros. Now, obviously, that gives him less time to play with them. It does mean that these players keep ticking over. Had Arsenal done their thing, it could have been 13. I say that, it probably would have been 12, because apart from Saka, who is going really and truly, you could say Smith-Rowe could get a look in, but it's a myth. He's got too much ahead of him in terms of attacking players. So make of that what you will, people. You know, the good thing is, is that for the Euros, there's a 20, it's a 26-man squad sort of thing now. It is what it is in that regard, though, man. Like, 
there actually is nothing else to be specific on people really and truly so should I see if what other notes I've got you know it's a slow day in in, in football in terms of Arsenal losing racism um rearing its head the the the, 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 the grass is, is green in that regards and it keeps ticking over man it was appalling I know people are getting at fans are getting at Eden Hazard for 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 joking at, like um against Chelsea you know there's problems should we see if there's anything else ticking over in the footballing world um don't know people you know the most exciting thing is Ed Sheeran's thing there's not too much in the footballing world man you know the only talking point or relevant talking points is Arsenal got themselves handed to themselves man um it's absolutely appalling in that regards man but I saw it sometime man you know the beautiful thing about life and the scary thing about life is that it goes on people in it so if you're an Arsenal fan keep your head up you know it is well it is in that regards people I've really enjoyed talking about the Europa League the Champions League preview and the Premier League talking about one two other points with you lot it's been a really enjoyable 43 minutes with you guys and although I can hear no one talking back to me and there's not a reason to be happy I feel like a burden's been lifted off my shoulder so just speaking with you guys provides itself as therapy and I appreciate you guys man on that note please make sure you're following across all the socials please make sure you're checking out my description for all socials and also from you know if you want to purchase an FA Cup 2020 3D piece where Arsenal actually won a trophy hit up that people make sure you're using that link please make sure you're following on the socials make sure you're following me on spotify and and the rest of it so you don't miss out you know deludaguna04 on every social please make sure you hit up let's take get me to 10k on instagram so i can actually do use the swipe up feature people on that note though i've got nothing more to add like i said it's been enjoyable people deluded i'm out